Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the What Did He Say podcast. It's your boy Chingo Bling. We are back. We got Javi Luna once again. Yes, sir. How's it going? In the building, Big Dime. Yeah. Representing Corpus Christi, we got DJ producer Big Rod. In the background. And today, man, joining us in the Man Cave Studios right here, man, we have Everyday Street Gangster, ESG. Uh, that, uh, you, you, you missed my intro like that? Man, you come on. You, you want to do? You want to help me with this? ESG stands for Eduardo Sosa Gonzalez. <laughs> Eduardo Sosa Gonzalez. Eduardo Sosa Gonzalez. He didn't know. ESG stands for Eduardo Sosa Gonzalez. Everyday serving God. Okay, I like Everyday that. Everyday street gangs. I like yes, that. Entrepreneur spin game. Already. Egg, sausage, and grits. Oh, freestyle mm-hmm. king. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm no longer the freestyle king. What? Who said you're not? I'm not. I gave that title up. I'm the freestyle god. Hey, there it is. Oh, I guess it's it. levels. It's levels. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little level up. Well, yeah, like man. You. Hey, man, all you guys have so beautiful. Uh, I just didn't make the cut. All y'all have these bad ass beers. <laughs> nah, my shit need to get edged up bad. Nah, y'all I, just landed, hey, I just landed hey, yesterday. Hey, man. Appreciate hey, it. Yeah, Rob got the Harvey Love that, going that, on. That, Harvey that, Love has one. Oh, I think Harvey Love yeah. beer just fake. Man, yeah, I'll be telling yo, you. Yo, what's up with Harvey Love? Where's he been up to? The producer. Oh, he's working. He's a great producer. He's oh, working man. Here. Yeah, yeah. Some he, of the. He let's just dive in, man, because it's like memory lane, and we're going to talk about we're going to talk about comedy. We're going to talk about so much stuff. Because ESG well, also also does comedy, but bro Harvey Love man, yeah, yeah. we got to see if we can reconnect with him. Um, some of the coldest beats, yeah, Harvey Love monster out of the H Town man. Um, for those of all, for those of y'all that don't know, uh, we do have a sponsor of the podcast, uh, MC M3C Cattle, right? That's Mary's Creek Cattle Company. Ooh. Now they got some delicious grass fed beef, Ooh. and when we were talking about the podcast, he was like, man. You know who'd be a really good guest on the music side? He said, you know who'd be a really good guest? He said, you want to talk about some good music? He said, if you have ESG, Pop. he's like a huge fan, man. Shout That's out real. to Mary's Creek Cattle Company. Already. Grass-fed Pop. beef. Yeah, let me get some uh, of them bulls. <laughs> get some Wagyu. All of that, baby. Y'all got a Wagyu or Wagyu? Shit, I don't you know how you say it. Wagyu? Wagyu. That's how you get say some it? Wagyu. <laughs> Is that how you say it? That's how I would say, yeah. Wagyu, right? Yeah. Wagyu? Wagyu? Wagyu. Wagyu. Wagyu, you being too extra. I'm being okay. too extra. Let, just, let, just let me get some, uh, you know, some top learn. <laughs> some so learn. <laughs> it's all I need. So that, I'm so happy to be here, my top brother. Uh, how, how would they say it in Louisiana, like a little bit of a Louisiana Man, I, type accent? I never, I, I never got to eat brisket mm-hmm. as a kid. Okay. Mm. I was mm-hmm. poor, poor. We was in the projects, mm-hmm. you know, real, real, we was real poor. Only barbecue we ate was leg quarters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I worked at a Mexican restaurant with my mom. I was 10 years old. True story. I never seen a Hispanic person in my life until I was 18. There it is. But <laughs> I worked at a Mexican restaurant as a kid. What? I had a Mexican restaurant that was no Hispanic people in that part of Louisiana. I'm right on the border, almost to Mississippi. My hometown, Bogalusa. Mm-hmm. It was a Mexican restaurant. And I grew up not eating enchiladas. Wow. Guess why? Why is that? True story. Every time the trays would come down, I had to help my mama wash dishes. My, we was real poor. And there was the enchilada trays, and they were so damn greasy. Uh-huh. So I, I grew up, I don't like enchiladas. <laughs> For real. <laughs> true hell, story. Hell of a plate to clean. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. once I taste them, I'm like, damn, yeah. it's good as hell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Great, great, so, great, so great, who, not great to clean so up. So who was running yeah. the restaurant, bro? 
uh, a white lady. Wow. Hustle. Yeah. Ne- I had never seen nobody Hispanic. It was great. I can't say it was great food. It, I'll say it was great food, but I can't say authentic until I got here. Because, you know, you know, like I go to Los Cucos. I don't know if you know. Yeah, that. my wife yeah. loves it. My wife and her family, they love, love that place. I go to I go to Papacitos for the Americanized way. Yeah. You feel yeah. Me? yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't do the Taco Bells and Taco Cabana. I'd rather do a taco truck. Okay. So you think I'm lying? Eduardo Sosa Gonzalez is my name. <laughs> Shout out to Thea and Tito. Okay. That's a uh, young easy, uh great young rapper. Mm-hmm. Uh, North Central. That's his his aunt and uncle. Mm-hmm. Right. They gave me my first big plate of authentic. Um, I'm talking about it was fajitas, brisk, everything. And I said to myself, there's no way all that meat is tender. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I ate the hamburger first. Yeah. The hamburger was good. Yeah. I got hungry. Man, I tasted that fajita in that steak. I said, there's no way in hell. He marinated the shit out there. I say, God damn, this shit is so good. You know what I'm saying? So you are, you know, you know. You, you know what's crazy too, man? Is fajita is like the toughest meat on was, the couch. It was the scraps, man. man. It was the scraps. I just, that's why I didn't eat it first. I'm like, that shit going to be hard as fuck. It was so tender and good. You know what I'm saying? So, you know. ESG, it water sauce. Now, now, the way I barbecue, how you chewing, man? How you chewing? Because like <laughs> I can't barbecue. No shit? Yeah. I'm you, trying to you, learn, you, man. Like, because I'm not, like, Louisiana people cannot barbecue. Okay. Don't get it twisted. Okay. A lot of people think I'm from Houston. Mm-hmm. My dad lived in Houston. Yeah. Uh, you know, my, my uh, career started in Houston. Mm-hmm. But the beginning of my career as a 13-year-old young kid, Rapping was in out, outskirts of New Orleans, Bogalusa. That's why I started it. You yeah. feel me? Yeah, yes, sir. And but um, my real roots, you know. So I'm a lot Texan. Yeah, half Louisiana, half Texan. Yes, sir. Boss hog, hot boy. <laughs> boss hog mean I was boss hog outlaw with Slim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hot boy. Yeah. Cash money. So my new mantra: Boss hog, hot boy. I, I like got a that. song for that. I like that. And uh, didn't didn't um. For one, you did some business with with Drake, also, yeah. So right, Drake's yeah, like like the hip hop guys. If you're true to the game, the hip hop guys will save your life and keep you in the game. Um, I get an email out the blue. I say, hey, we working with Drake. He wants to. Uh, he sent a couple songs over. He wants you to, uh, you know, check them out, see if you like them, and work out a deal with you. So I tell you know I tell him I say like, man Drake sent me email I got like, man that ain't no real email Drake ain't seen that ain't no real email I'm like, I'm like man that's clickbait yeah you know everybody you know yeah, yeah, the yeah. whole house like mm-hmm. nigga you you getting food mm-hmm. yeah. so click that you are gonna have a virus on you fix it to get your so, whole identity yeah so uh, they say don't let nobody hear the song man I clicked on the song oh my god. I hear Wayne Andre. I said, huh? There is a God. Because I was a stay-home rapper. What meaning by that was I wrote Wanna Be a Baller, never got credit. A lot of people don't know that. Um, you wrote yeah, the hook? I wrote the hook. Um, developed a lot of other artists and worked with a lot of other artists. A lot of people don't know that. But when I had my son, uh, King Bryson, 2000, 
I had a daughter before that. A lot of people don't know me losing. But when I had my son, I would go do my concerts, come straight home, do my concerts. He would play my. So I never did travel like a normal rapper would. I was, you know, he was a preemie. I was trying to be a father. I was trying to get out the streets. So I was a stay home rapper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind. Yeah. You know. And so when you become a stay home rapper, you sit on the couch, you lose some of that intensity and that grind that I had when I first started. And so here I am, about five, six years from a hit. And I get that email. And that what it is. And when I get the song, I'm like, hell yeah, fucking right, it's Drake. Bam. That was just motivation. Yeah. Momentum. Go back. Next thing you know, I drop Southside still holding. Which is soon to be platinum. Independent. That means I got a song. Started from the bottom. Now I'm one of the greatest do. With platinum like Travis Scott and Lizzo with no radio. Yeah. Southside still holding. Swinging and banging. Swinging I mean, rain, the, uh, the project was slim, was classic uh, as well. Balls all out low. So many bangers on there. What? Uh, working with, uh, what was Tall Dude, man? Light skinned Tall Dude. What was his name again? Uh, Sinclair. Yeah, Sinclair. Uh, me and his, yeah. Yes, yeah, yes. Slim E. Sin. Yeah. 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 That was in the Sin. Southwest Wholesale days. Southwest Wholesale. I just talked about them. Man, made a bunch of money with them. Bunch of money with them. Hits. Yeah, hits, hits, hits. The dunk, dunk, bump, bump, bump. Oh, hey, guess shit. What? And then the. And what's, and then, cra- what's crazy? Uh-huh. Youngster, them d- didn't pick that beat. They heard the beat before us. Yeah. Sean, Sean Blaze did that beat. And uh, we sit down. I hear the beat. You And that's how we come up with that. Pow. But before that, me and Slim had two songs. Brazen Face. Yes. Candy Cody Scarcity. There was a lot of beef between the North and South. And, you know, by me being from Louisiana, the earth is my turf. That means I hung my head, family members in Fifth Ward uh, and the South Side. My dad lived in Mo City. So I hung everywhere. I wasn't if I was born in Houston, I probably wouldn't have hung everywhere. Mm-hmm. But by me being from Louisiana, I hung everywhere. Yeah. So I'm like, man. Oh, that's Switch House. A lot of other HUC members didn't rock with Switch House. I, I, Mike Watts was at the radio station. So was, I said, man, I'm going to do a song with one of them. Fuck yeah. all that. But you shit. say, bring me the tall one. I say, <laughs> I say who the one with the deep voice? Say, yeah, yeah. That's his yeah. name, Slim Thug. Yeah, the one with the deep voice. I Come said, on. let's get on some Slim pull up. You know what I'm saying? Ah. Slim been a guy. That boy pull up with a big old. I ain't never seen a uh, Bill Buckle. I used to have, he pull up big. I used to have Bill Buckle. Uh, Bam, we do Braze Phase. Do, 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 do. Not, not that one. Okay. Braze Phase. Uh, that's the one I'm saying. When I come down, I'll, I'll be, be chunking up the north. When I come down, I'll be chunking up the south. Bam, it resonated so good in the city. We did another song, Candy Cold Discouraging. Then we had a concert in Dallas. And uh, Slim was like, man, look, I'm with Switch Eyes, man. It's like 12 of us. You know what I'm saying? So I'm finna do my own thing. I want to do something called Boston Hog Outlaws. I said, well, shit. You know, I'm having a little problems with Rickshaw right now. Hell, let's do our own thing. And that's like how we a, Like got a to side group. Yeah, that's how we did Man, it. y'all had so much chemistry and like so many bangers came out of there. And even the, uh, I mean, even the Rick Shop era. Like, Rick I, Shop I remember era. when, um, I mean, you had a 
fire albums with them. Man, hey, City Under two, Siege. City Under Siege. Two Shot on there. Man, that song was so hard with Two Shot, man. You know, me and Big Mo first hit. Bam. Man. Like, yeah. man came on Big Mo at that button. You know, that, I made that up. I freestyled and I was, whoa. Hey, that man, bro. Paint to the dun, end. Dun, like, dun. Dun, 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 dun. Man, I remember. Look, I was going. To, I was going to. Uh, I was in college in San Antonio, and I was like coming home to visit. What you I, went to UTSA? No, nah, Trinity. Trinity. Yeah. So, so I was coming home. I was driving, and I just missed home. I missed the music. I missed everything. Uh-huh. And on the radio, boom, put it on ninety-seven They're like, uh, "Brand new from Rec Shop, you know, ESG, Big Mo, da da da." And it was that. You know, I, I was like, "Oh, they flipped the whoa." I was like, "They fucking yeah. flipped whoa," and it's like, man. I, Holy shit. Like the fucking verses, the energy, pokey. Yeah, that was hard. Oh man, that, that was, was a, that was some next Shout level. out No D. No D. No D, baby. No D orchestrated that. You know, No D is like a great um and uh, You feel me? And um, that's what it was. We were just driving his every shot. You remember uh Sali Williams? Of course I remember Sali. I never got to get no beats from Sali. Sali came like uh right after me. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like it yeah. might be his boy. Tell him he could come. Like Sally came right after me, so I didn't get to get rap on Sally. None of Sally Trace at that time. You feel me? Yeah, Sally was a monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I got to work with him. Uh, shout out to Sally uh, Carnival Beats, mm-hmm. and um, and he would tell me stories. He said there was a well. I, I got to visit Rex Shot because mm-hmm. I was a college radio DJ, so I got to go uh, pick up some uh, Miss Laura. Gave me some T-shirts and posters. <laughs> Um, got to interview Big Mo. He actually fell asleep during the interview. I was yeah, like, damn. I was like, I suck at radio. It, he, <laughs> it wasn't your fault. Big Mo fell asleep. It's cool. Right. Stand yeah, up. He yeah. was fall asleep. Stand up. I... Damn. The drink, baby. Damn. damn. Drink? For real. I was a college I was a college radio DJ and I was like, uh Miss Laura, is he all right? I got scared. I was a little bit kid. And she she was like, Oh, they were in the studio. She was like, uh Mo, wake up, Mo, wake up. For real. And then he got up like a um, he you know, like when, he like when you take a nap and somebody annoys you, so oh, he got bro. up and oh, he mad when he like he didn't up. feel like doing it, right? It was like inconvenient. So he he got up, got a little uh ice cream out the fridge and <laughs> he like sat down and ate his own ice cream. I was like, "All right, so." Uh, <laughs> so I was like, "So you be singing, huh?" It's kind of. He's like, "Yeah, my style kind of like Nate Dogg, you know. It's kind of like kind of like Nate Dogg." Yeah, but, like, like Big Mo. Wait, hold on, Big did, Mo was did, totally. Did he know there was ice, like he was at your studio? No, it was at, at Rec Shop Record Studio. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And there was yeah. a nightclub I, next I, door. I, I was like, "How did he know there was ice cream in the fridge?" <laughs> he, he helped was himself. At your radio hey. studio. <laughs> that was Big Mo. Big Mo was. Hey, R.I.P. When we do, when we do, we had a concert. If you got multiple days, right? So this day we in this city, the next day we in that city. Check out time. You know how the, the song "We Gotta Go." Yeah, check out time. Big Mo would not open the door until five p.m. Oh, after they check out eleven, he's not opening the door till five p.m. Yeah. You can't get him out the door. Boom, 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 boom. All day long. You're not going to hear a word till 2 p.m. Mm-hmm. So by 2 p.m., 3 p.m., he finally, what's up? Man, you know we got to go. What's up? <laughs> then they finally answer the phone. All right, I'm about to go. That dog, about 4.30, 4.45. They done the charged you again for the room. What? And you, you I, was, I was late for the next, next show. That's our big mold. Another big mold story. We was, this one drank finally disappeared. It was it was getting um, like a drought. 
It was about to be a drought. We was like in Arkansas. We only found the three. Like, like people don't understand like the drink culture. Certain cities and states you go to that had certain sodas, like Louisiana was famous for Boggs Red. That was a soda called Boggs Red. It's, it was amazing with drink. They didn't sell it in Texas. In, in Arkansas, they had like a sliced peach or something that didn't sell in Texas. So we, we got them, we got the sliced peaches. We couldn't find no drink. We only found the three. We go to the store to get the sodas, come back, big motor. I ain't gonna lie, my stomach was hurt. I drunk it all up by myself. The three ounces? He drunk all the three ounces. Like, big more, why you do that? And like, if you drunk, like, if you come in there walking, like, say, he come in there and say, man, I drunk a four last night. You like, a four? That ain't shit. <laughs> I drunk a pint last night. A pint to the head. Yeah, like, screw a pour six. Like, people don't understand. Wow, six ounces. In a 20 ounce. Like, people don't Muddy. understand. Like, nowadays, people that drink, drink. We'll pull one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. They do it for the look. They got the little double cup and maybe shit. Maybe <laughs> a deuce in a 20 ounce. Maybe. School will pull six in there. It'd be so muddy. And so, like, people don't understand how good drink was. I told somebody the other day, like, when I first was, like, like I wasn't, like, you know, my OGs were millionaires. And they and they drug choices were weed and coke. Mm-hmm. And snort, you know. So, mm-hmm. yeah, unfortunately, yeah. that's what I was raised. You know, smoke weed, and they snort. Yeah, syrup came around. I didn't really like the syrup as much. I didn't drink as much. But when this, when we started really sipping, I'm telling you, I'm two two hundred fifty dollars every day. Oof, every day. Oof, it didn't bother me. Two fifty a day. A oh. two fifty to one fifty. Every day, Harvey, how you that's feel a, about uh, Big mold somebody else. They, they like 500, 600 every day. Shit. No problem. For years straight. Uh, every day. So you can get kind of like millions of this. Like, so you grinding, you hustling, you making bread. So you got, you might be selling 10 paints. You're going to drink one. You might be selling this and that. That's how we was. People don't understand, you know, like, like. To have two hundred fifty thousand dollars in the car with you, mm-hmm. riding around was nothing. That was like normal. You feel me? Like it was always thirty or forty thousand dollars hidden in my back somewhere, and people didn't know that. That's they thought we was like regular rappers, but we weren't. We were boss, big boss. That's crazy. You feel me? We were like we all like everybody stayed in hotels forever. Yeah, hotels every night. Like like I, I remember I seen Dame Dash talking about they don't like wear. Um, Boxes and shit over. That's all we did. They don't wear what? Like socks uh, and t-shirts and boxes. Oh, got it, got it. That's how we used to do. Yeah. Show up town every day. New outfit. Pow. You feel me? Go go to uh, Target or Walmart or somewhere. <laughs> Get a whole bunch of white tees and uh, new boxes and socks. Hotel, hotel, hotel. Pow. Everybody eat. This is how it was. You know, the drink went from. Hundred twenty five dollars a paint, two fifty, three fifty paint, four fifty paint over the years, six hundred, seven. Especially paint. as it got more mainstream and you know how much everybody. a pound, you know how much a pound of Kush used to cost back in the days when you smoke. We we used to smoke the burner, the shit, the gas. We burn that shit was eight bands, six thousand for a pound. Ooh, we mm. smoked that like when the, like when Rick Ross did his first concert here. Yeah, like we were like here here goes it. 
We paid six hundred dollars for a zip what? of Kush back then. Like I would spend like one seventy five a day, one seventy five a day that, on a quarter. That's uh, crazy. That's how, that's how we we was powerless. That's you crazy. Me? Like, habit numbers, like, man. Habit numbers. Habit numbers. The jury that we like 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 the money that yeah. we didn't have A and R's and record companies. It's giving us budgets. Oh, I'm too like, sure. I'm too like when the other people got deals, like when Mike Jones and them got <laughs> deals, and they were going to Johnny and spend like I remember Johnny was like, I charged Mike Jones 125 thousand for this piece. I'm like, what? Like, yeah, we would do this. We was doing the same thing. That's crazy. Without a deal. So imagine that. You feel me? Independent artists, grinders, and hustlers on the side. We built. We built that legacy. Didn't know there's niggas to say what they want to say. You cannot go find no rapper with a mouthful of diamonds before me. You can look, try, mm. research. You're not gonna find it. Everybody had a chip, one piece. We, me and my dogs, me and my partners, we went to a, another jeweler. We get the we get the teeth made. We go to Johnny. Johnny, I don't want one diamond. I want all baguettes. I want all the which John Kings Kings John. Okay, we had well, I had mine about six seven times. So the grill that we had by the time it resonated to other people, mm-hmm. Ti Rick Ross and all these people was paying thirty twenty five thousand for that grill. That same grill I was paying sixty five hundred for. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We built that. Mm-hmm. There's no way you can look that had. The jury that we had, the mm. customized jury, I don't give a damn what you say. You can go research it. You're not going to find the customized jury nowhere in the world the way that we had it. Of course, other people had pieces and this. It was all but like it was like a like a, like a Jesus piece. It, is, it was like it wasn't mass that. produced. It, it, wasn't, wasn't it wasn't this. It yeah. wasn't this type of these type of these type of styles. Yeah. That's why Rick Ross, that beast, Johnny. They all had to come T. here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why you think TV Johnny came became TV Johnny? You copied the name from King Johnny. There was so much demand for the Johnny the name. The Johnny. It was like, you're Johnny. I'm Johnny too. I'm hey, Johnny go, too. Hey, come mm-hmm. on, I'm Johnny. Like, yeah. oh, the so Johnny you I heard about? So when you on the flea market, everybody's going to try to stop you before you get, like, like you know, like Boston. It's, it's like a woman with that go get her hair done. She's not going to go to no other stylist. Mm-hmm. Same with you. All the new little people coming. Hey, I do watches. I do. They all trying mm-hmm. to stop you. Yeah. It's like a parade. I'm like, I do jury, jury. She's your jury is now. We're going back here to Johnny. Yeah, get the hell out the way. We're Johnny, yeah. That's what was the jewelry habit like? Because I'm still hung on about the 250. Huh? He, 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 he's trying <laughs> to hear some of uh, the jewelry, man. Uh, more what, of the what, jewelry, man. What was the jewelry, jewelry habit? I like you. You catch a, a normal, a normal cat in the, in the hood. Uh-huh. He spent fifty thousand dollars on this piece. And how often would he do that? Like you you, know, you never know. Just whenever. Just whenever, whenever it strikes. Seventeen, you. seventeen five, twenty two five, ten bands. 
Two fifty a day is crazy. I got a seven dollar a day taco habit. Got me thinking about changing my whole life. You know what I'm right saying? That's, that's, that's how life was. You know, well, some of that math. You know, that's how it was, baby. Do, do some of what's the taco. Tell me, break down the taco math, Javi. Like, what's your habit? Yeah. Taco math. Wake up. I mean, if you want if you want bacon and stuff, man, you're paying three fifty a taco now. There it is. These it prices went up. are wild on these streets, man. Y'all, y'all thought jewelry got inflated. Mm-hmm. Y'all thought yeah. drink got inflated. Yeah. I'm just think about the people that waking up like, you pay three fifty a pound. Yeah, man. Three fifty a pound. Three fifty a pound. Yeah. <laughs> if it hates eight dollars for two tacos, man, I'm gonna be like, man, yeah. keto can't be that tough, man. Hey, I'm, I'm gonna... he, he, he's probably online. I got a homeboy. He's an OG. We pulled the Popeyes the other day. True story. That's all I'm gonna tell. True stories. I'm 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 gonna buy the food anyway. He like, man, how much for one piece of chicken? He just <laughs> he just arrogant like that. So the guy, the dude, is like, it's like two twenty nine. Man, too. What happened to this two, two, two for 99 cents special? I said, man, I don't got that no more. You know? He's like, man, shit, I ain't finna pay no 229 for a piece of chicken. And, you know? <laughs> I said, man, I'm buying the chicken. Yeah, I'm ready to go buy my own chicken. I said, nigga, <laughs> you gotta go home, chicken. cook it, buy the grease, do this. I said, so you really don't want no chicken? No. <laughs> Sir, give me a chicken sandwich and a two piece. I'm not finna go home and cook and all this shit. I'm gonna pay the extra for this man. <laughs> Nigga, right. you are tripping. But that's how some people are. He Dude. would not. It, this nigga drive to four gas stations. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, the motherfucker there too high. Nigga, too high. We the fast folks. Nigga, we gonna run out of gas. It'll make a mental note. See that one? We, we coming back to this. How you one. doing the saving two? Take your ass to Kroger and get the 10 cent out. <laughs> yeah, some people like that. You know, that's crazy. That's how my mama is with sodas. Like, she go, my mama go buy everything name brand except mm-hmm. drinks. I've drunk every kind of name. I, 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 I grew up as a kid, like, I would have a drink called, like, a Super K, you know, like, Big Pepper. Yeah, like, what yeah. the fuck is a Big Pepper? Dr. Thunder. <laughs> Dr. Yeah, Thunder, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah, my mama's not, I ain't paying for that, but she's going to pay for my tissue. She gonna get the expensive tissue because yeah. she don't want that ass to itch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but sodas. She spend buy your money in the right places. Yeah. yeah. Hey, so let me ask you this: e, um, your your skills for like controlling the crowd and rocking the crowd. How did that tr- translate into comedy? Um, I didn't want it to translate to comedy. You know, I want to. You know, somebody dared me to do stand up. The, the 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 joke uh, what joke joint joke, joke joint yeah on forty five yeah yeah we yeah. passed by there mm-hmm. and uh, female well you know it's uh, gone right yeah, yeah, yeah a female cousin of mine she's saying they do come coming there you always talking shit to me you talking shit to me I dare you to go in there and do stand up I said what <laughs> pull over I'm finna go in there right now <laughs> right now and I didn't I had, <laughs> had butterflies you know I didn't go in there. Like, like a month later, I said, yeah. okay, I'm gonna go in there. And I went in there. It went, it went over well. Damn, I hear about four or five other open mics just trying it. I always was retarded cracking jokes. You know? <laughs> yeah. And they started making me go last mm-hmm. everywhere I went. That's when I knew I had it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then, um, the very beginning, like one guy was like, "Hey, I'm gonna give you seven hundred fifty dollars to come over here." Another guy, "I'm gonna give you fifteen hundred to come over here." Mm-hmm. And another guy was like, "You come to my room, I'm gonna give you fifty dollars." So I was like, "Damn, something ain't right." 
I can, you know, I didn't understand the comedy game. I know the rap game. I don't know the comedy game. Mm-hmm. You know, so a dude tell me like, hey, you can't be disrespectful. Mm-hmm. You have to hit all the rooms. Mm-hmm. I said, well, bro, I ain't going back to that motherfucking room. That nigga gave me $50. Yeah. He said, but still, you know, they, they respected it. I said, I don't give a name, man. I come from the rap way. Yeah. I said, I'll tell you what. I'm just going to book the venue. Because I went, but a comedian told me, he's like, look, you're going about it the wrong way. He said, they're going to look at you like you're skipping the line. He said, you're already too funny. Yeah. They're going to look at you like you didn't beat the block. You didn't, you know. i like, yeah. well, I beat the block for 20 years in rapping. Yeah. It's the same thing. They say they're not gonna look at it like that. He said the comedians that are being your mentors now are not gonna answer the phone for you Absolutely. in three months. That, that, that's what happened to Ralphie May, and that's what really happened to me. Uh, Ralphie, they didn't Ralphie answer May the phone people off because they felt like he jumped the line by so going straight to Kenison. I said yeah. back. I said, you know what? I'm gonna ease into the comedy. I'm gonna take my time. Yeah, you know, because I still right. got a lot of shit to say in rap, and I want I don't want to be too funny. Cause I'm too gangster. <laughs> See, that's my problem, man. <laughs> Don't let Matter the funny fact, shit get you fucked what, up. What is it? Can I spike? Can I spike my? Yeah, there's another glass right there. Uh, shout out to Pie Tequila, man. They actually sponsoring the show, man. That's that's delicious. Live. Straight out of Mexico. I'm gonna try, try it by itself first. They taking mm-hmm. the uh, Texas tequila market by storm. Eduardo Sosa Gonzalez. Eduardo, he about to turn into Eduardo Sosa Gonzalez. Eduardo Sosa Gonzalez. Pie tequila is gonna get it. I am a narco mafioso. He about to tell a story. As soon as he pulled up, he's like, man. My know. amigo was new wavy when he first became a soldier. His very first regalo was an old go pistola. I used to go to El Supermercado, give me mucho bacon soda because I cook a lot of coca. Ah! Hey, there it is. <laughs> there it is. That shit is good. Yeah, it's delicious, ain't it? <clears throat> <clears throat> I, I got to do one more. 